Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. Again, this is a live trading desk. Forgive me for looking all around. I have trades that are on right now. I'm busy today doing research. I'm going to take out 15 minutes of my uh, day to share some information with you that I think is relevant in my favorite theme, the cannabis space. Of course, as usual, um, this is a stock market show. We're talking about the Armour Report. This is Algorithmic Risk Management Research. That's what Armour stands for. Um, so I always begin these conversations with, and you know, with how I manage my own capital, right, and capital for investors. I look at the probabilities and statistics of having a risk-on position. I want to make sure I'm in the right, on the right side of those probabilities. And then I look at reward versus risk to determine, you know, which positions to put on. We have a whiteboard. It's right back there with all of our favorite names, our groups, our themes. And when we get a risk on scenario with our big index ETF algorithms, we start putting capital to work, both in the indexes and in our favorite themes and in our favorite names. So that's how we invest here. That's what I share with you. This is a, an educational show, okay? I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you to run out and buy anything. Full disclosure, a lot of these stocks I own right now, I could sell them tomorrow. I might hold them for 10 years. I don't know, okay? So you have to do your own homework. I'm just trying to educate you on two things, algorithms and how they can help you manage risk, and then fundamental research that I'm doing every day whether I'm on the desk or I'm on the road meeting management teams, I'm gathering information that I use to put capital to work and I'm sharing it with you. Um, you can follow us on our website, rosenthalcapital.com. That homepage, we try to update what our risk on risk off position is. As you all know, those of you who've been following me, thank you for being here again today. Um, our algorithms are risk on. They started that two weeks ago. So we are, fully committed. Okay. Whatever that means for you. I mean, for me, it could be different. We have three different types of portfolios we manage through interactive brokers that our clients link their accounts to conservative, balanced, and aggressive. And those three names suggest how much money we put to work. We generally have the same type of portfolios for each investing pool, but obviously aggressive will have the most amount of capital committed conservative, the least, and balanced, you can figure it out. Okay, so let's start with a discussion, as always, of these big indexes. Um, I love the action. I love the action. Yesterday, the market was down. I love down Mondays in an up market. I don't mind sell-offs early in the week. I want to see strength at the end of the week. That's how you get a constant grinding higher. It squeezes those last shorts right out of it and forces those last individuals to put their capital to work and, and mark up our portfolios on a shorter term, you know, swing trading basis. For the longer term, we just need a nice central bank stance that won't mess with our positions. Last year, they messed with positions, right? Central bank was raising rates, being hawkish. Market had a terrible year. That's done. The European Central Bank, the Japanese Central Bank, the American Central Bank, Okay, they're all dovish. They're all on hold. They're all adding liquidity. That means the market's going to go higher. Okay, I don't care about what your opinion is on politics. 
It's got nothing to do with why stocks go up. I don't care what the economic data is. That's got nothing to do with why stocks go up. Stocks go up because central banks add liquidity. Stocks stop going up when central banks reduce liquidity. That's the new world we live in. I call this the millennial age of investing. Since 2008, after the financial crisis, that is literally all you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about economic cycles. You don't have to worry about a bad earnings announcement from some bellwether. It doesn't matter if the Fed's adding liquidity. So what we look for with our algorithms is the Fed adding liquidity, yes. Do our algorithms say add uh, risk? Yes. We put capital to work. Now, it doesn't mean the market can't have short-term sell-offs, right? And if the, if the rally gets too big, we hit targets and we book profits on the rally. So we try to buy weakness, sell strength, hold the core position. That's what we do on our desk. Okay. I'm trying to make these YouTube videos a little bit shorter. It used to be half an hour. I'm trying to fit all this into 15 minutes for your own um, um, I'm trying to help you guys out, right? Sometimes I can get long-winded. I get, long, I get uh, deep into some uh, philosophical conversations. So I'm trying to be more concise for both of us. I have work to do. You've got work to do. So let's hop right into um, the story of the day. As I said in my description and my title of this piece, the bellwether stock is clearly canopy growth, Okay. The watershed event last year in August started when Constellation Brands put $4 billion in the canopy for a total of $5 billion investment. They intend to come out with a beverage in the fourth quarter of this year. Okay, it's happening. So that stock is the bellwether. And at the beginning of an investing super cycle, you do not have to go dive into the muck and try to find the little teeny stock trading on the venture exchange in Canada to make money. We're at the very beginning of an investing super cycle. Buy the bellwethers. You can take other risk. You can find your favorite smaller names. Certainly they're out there. But there's nothing wrong with holding the best guy in the business with the biggest war chest of cash to build his brand. Full disclosure, I own the stock, okay? I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not saying run out there and buy it tomorrow. But I'm just saying I speak with a lot of people um, who contact me via the website. You can call me or send me emails, whatnot. And I always get these questions about these pink sheet investments. These tiny little stocks. Oh, I just found this tiny little $2 stock. Look, there are some $2 stocks I like, okay, in this business. But in my opinion, what I'm doing with my capital is that you have to have the bellwether as the anchor of the portfolio. And then you add the, the, the other smaller names, if you want, at a smaller degree because the risk is so much higher. Okay? I want to be clear about that. So I always follow Canopy closely. I have a core position that we've been holding for a while. And then I double or triple it when our algorithm tells us it's time to put more risk on. Today could be the day we get that signal on Canopy, which we haven't had for a while. It may not be the day. It really depends on how it closes, not how it opened. 
But I want to tell you why the stock is up today, trading 42.34, up about 4% on the day. First of all, if you follow me on Twitter, I strongly suggest you do. It's at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T Rosenthal, R-O-S-E-N-T-H-A-L, or you can hashtag Armor Report, A-R-M-R Report. I posted a chart pattern for you of CGC. I'll give you a minute. Go on. Go pull it up on Twitter. Are you there yet? You are? Okay, good. That is a classic, what we call cup and handle chart pattern that's developing in the bellwether for the marijuana stocks. If that pattern breaks out, the whole group's going higher. Now, if the pattern breaks down and it goes below the 200-day moving average and breaks down, all bets are off, back to a small position size, holding the core, waiting for the next opportunity. But if that pattern unfolds like a true cup and handle breakout, our algorithms are going to tell us to get long before the breakout occurs. Can you buy it as it crosses 50? Absolutely. If you want to wait for the traditional breakout of a cup and handle, be my guest. We use our algorithms to help us know when to add risk based on probabilities where the reward is the, the, the greatest for the risk we're taking. So we try to buy it closer to where our stop would be. So we can protect capital if we're wrong, then maximize returns. When everyone else is buying the breakout, we'll already have a big profit in our portfolio. Okay? <clears throat> the reason it's breaking out is that Bruce Linton is in uh, Toronto this week. He's at a conference about cannabis, and he revealed to um, analysts that he expects cannabis to bring in more than a billion dollars, Canadian dollars, of revenue in the next 12 months. Now, the reason that the cannabis stocks have been trading down the last couple of weeks is that analysts have been downgrading these Canadian marijuana companies because they don't think revenue can keep up with the expectation. Analysts expected CGC to do about $788 billion in revenue in the next 12 months. And Bruce just went on record and said it'll be over a billion. So analysts who just downgraded, like Scotiabank downgraded CGC a couple days ago, they have to reassess their downgrade. Okay? If you're basing, and I tried to say this to you yesterday when Afria came out with earnings that disappointed and the stock got wrecked. First of all, we don't like Afria because it's just a grower without a war chest of capital. But that's the time to buy these stocks when they're coming down earnings misses at the beginning of an investing super cycle. Earnings always miss because investors get so excited that they demand returns immediately. And they're like, there's got to be a blowout in revenue. But this is a regular retail business, guys. This is a consumer packaged good. It takes time to meet the market demand. Bruce just set the table for a billion dollars in the next 12 months and we have to watch how these stocks perform. If they tank anyway, I'm wrong. The analysis is incorrect, and we have to protect ourselves and, 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 and raise cash. But if I'm right, this stock stops the 200-day moving average. We get an algorithmic buy signal. We break out of this cup and handle. 
And it's really because revenues are expanding at a rapid pace and analysts have to take a deep breath and relax over some bad announcements out of companies like Afria. Okay. So um, I got a minute left. Not even, Oh, it's almost over. All right. A couple of thoughts. One tonight, I'm going to be at the Palm beach gardens library live for a symposium. Well, I wouldn't be dead, right? I'll be there live for a symposium on investing in cannabis. If you guys are local to Palm Beach, please join me. I'd love to see you. It's a free symposium. Um, All right, I guess that's it for today. I got to go anyway. But um, I wish you guys the best of luck. I'll come back on the air tomorrow, 12 o'clock, to go over CGC again and see, did we get the movement we needed at the end of the day to trigger an algorithmic entry point? I wish you guys the best of luck in trading. Get yourself on the right side of probabilities and statistics. Put your capital to work where the reward is worth the risk you're taking. Be safe out there. All right, guys, take care.